Hello and welcome to Sumo Mainichi. My name's Dave. I'm here with Amy and we're here to bring you all the action from day 14 of the Natsu Basho. It's day 14 already. It's Saturday. It's day 14. And gee, the action's hotting up. It's sort of come at me late stage. How exciting this could very well be this basho. I've been hyping myself up. We won't say too much about it now, but we've got a big day of sumo <laughs> for you here. Well. Let's start the day by wishing Hoshoryu a happy 22nd birthday. Happy birthday, Hoshoryu. Is it good to have your birthday during the basho, do you reckon? No, I don't think so. The worst. Well, because you can't go out. So May the 22nd it is today. So would that, that would pretty much be during the basho every year. Yes, I think so. Most years. Yeah. I mean, I guess you get into a rhythm and you probably catch up for drinks afterwards with your mates, but yeah, I don't think so. And then uh, there's always the pressure of, are you going to win on your birthday? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Hoshori you facing up a lot later, but we'll get to his bout eventually, but happy birthday, mate. There was some lovely news about Endo yesterday as well. And I say lovely because I sometimes think of him as an emotionless robot, but it turns out that his Tsukebito, who he's been with since uh, he entered Makauchi, that's 45 fashos, Daishoryu is retiring. So he was down in Sundanme. Uh, he hasn't been doing so well at the moment. He's decided to retire. And so Endo was apparently feeling quite emotional. Emotional yesterday, he dedicated his win against Takakesho to him and apparently gave him the 24 Kensho envelopes that he won from the bout to him. Well, hang on. did He, he didn't give them. Didn't he just go, have a feel of these? This is more money than you'll ever know. <laughs> have a feel of the have heft of these. It. I'll have those back, thanks. Yeah, give me those back now. Have a photo taken with me handing them over and then later <laughs> you know to give them back, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll take all the money out, but you can take the empty envelopes. Just as a memory. <laughs> Put them up on of your our wall. time together. Um, it's a lot of money. It's about 15,000 Australian dollars, which is 12,000 US. Most of that would go to the hayer though, wouldn't it? Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe it's just the same as gifting it to the hayer. But no, I think he, he takes Some of it goes of to that. his retirement fund, I know. And some of it would go into a bit of a, you know, play account. Yeah, well, he has to have, he has to find a new job now, this guy. So, yeah, So, you know, he has to carry on a new life, start a you know, what to ex she do, start restaurants or <laughs> yeah, maybe. coach? Well, let's keep a close eye on Doshoryu's restaurant empire as he leaves Funded Sumo. Funded by Endo. But interesting, uh, I, I think this would have been a real emotional loss almost for Endo. I think so. I mean, you're with them and he trains before and before every day and maybe even after they go home and do some more and, you know, in the mornings they get, get ready together and <laughs> it's a real... Close bond, I think, the Tsukebito uh, Sekitori bond. Yeah, so I, I imagine they're very big shoes to step into for the next mm. next Tsukebito to come along. Let's jump into Jurio now. Yes. Yeah, so coming into today, I'll talk about the Yusho race first and the guys who are involved in that. We had Bushozan, Tohakuryu, Mitoryu and Tokushoryu on nine wins, Uda on 10 and Chiona Or on 11. So let's see first how those guys went. Bushozan, he gave himself every chance with an easy easy push-out win against Daishomaru. So he's now 10 and 4. Great news for him. Tokushoryu, he was pitted against Tohakuryu. So two nine wins guys together. It wasn't the best bout, but Tokushoryu was patient, eventually smacking Tohakuryu across the Tawara. He's now 10 and 4 as well. And Tokushoryu, and Tohakuryu is out of the race. That was a tongue twister. I think <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> so now they've pitted Mitoryu against Ura, 
So I guess they're, they're not looking to make it easy for any of these guys. Uro goes low, his head against Mitoria's body. He just kept coming forward. Mitoria tried to push him down or away, but he couldn't. Ura now is uh, one ahead of those other two guys on 11 and 3. Mitoriu is out of the race. You said you didn't didn't love Ura's sumo uh, here. I think maybe we can save it for another time, but I think, I mean, he picked up the win today. Mm. I don't think this style of sumo is going to go well at Makuchi. Well, I With think we're going to get to see. <laughs> we are going to get to see it. I, I just, there's something not right here. Mm, interesting. Finally, it came down to Chiono versus Ichi Yamamoto. No easy win for him. And they went at it and both went out together. There was a monoe and the Gyoji gave it to, I think he gave it to Ichi Yamamoto, but they called a Torinaoshi. They go, both got back up on the doyo. Ichi Yamamoto got on the belt for the second time and Chiono actually stepped out. He lost. He broke his 10-day win streak. So that puts him and Ura on the same score. They're both on 11 and 3. Tokoshoryu and Bushozan are one behind on 10 and 4. So coming into the final day, day 15, Chiona Or has already fought Ura, so they can't fight. He's also fought Tokoshoryu, so he might fight Bushozan. They might bring him all the way up. Ura will probably fight Tokoshoryu or maybe some of the 9-5 guys. They'll bring them back up again. We don't know the Torakumi for tomorrow, but it does mean that the Jurio race is going to be an exciting one and Ura is in it. It's going to go down to the wire, that's for sure. And as you said, the Torakumi for tomorrow hasn't come out yet. We'll be refreshing uh, the page as we go through <laughs> this and hopefully by the end of uh, this ep, we'll have the bouts for tomorrow. Uh, there are a few other bouts in Jurio worth keeping an eye on. Kota Shawhaw and Day Shawhaw today both went for their Kachikoshi. And this was a very, very long belt battle that ended in Day Shawhaw suddenly throwing Kota Shawhaw to the ground. Kachikoshi for Day Shawhaw. Congratulations. Yutakuyama went for his Kachikoshi against Jokoryu and he got it. Smacked Jokoryu around the face, which I thought was a little bit unnecessary, but <laughs> it's a great win for you, Takayama. He is 8-6 at Jurio 4. That's great news for him. I mean, he does have a chance to come back up now. Uh, we'll have to have a think about the Banzuke, but he, he's given himself a go. And finally, Enho, we saw him henker Kokushuho and put him down. I didn't mind this one. Yeah, it you was... Know, it's I mean, fine. it was another win for him. He's managed to pick up five wins now. It was a totari, so, you know, cool move that he was able to pull off. He was protecting his other arm, but with his one good working arm, he, he managed to get Kyokushuho down. He's five and nine, so very impressive for him, I reckon. <laughs> Let's move on to Makauchi. The first day, the first bout of today was Dayamami up against Chiyoshoma. Chiyoshoma grabbed Dayamami quickly at the Tachiai by the head and pulled him forward, cantering backwards, took Dayamami around and out. This wasn't a uh, pretty sumo. It was pretty cheap from Chiyoshoma today, but it got the job done. He goes into day 15 on 7 and 7, but unfortunately for Dayamami, that's uh, Makakoshi 6 yeah, and 8 for him. Makashiro 13. Uh, what do you reckon about a... And Makakoshi there. I think he'll stay in. Oh, of course he will. Yep. Yeah, no no doubt about that. Good news for him. Next bout of the day was Kaisei up against Teretsuyoshi. Teretsuyoshi lands a low left-hand belt grab out of the touchy eye while Kaisei started defending. Kaisei, though, reached over the back of Teretsuyoshi, grabbed the back of the belt and worked Teretsuyoshi over the bales. Kachikoshi for Kaisei. Yes, his second straight Kachikoshi. 
Good news for him. Terutsu Yoshi, that's his Makakoshi at Magashira 10. He just couldn't quite yeah. get over that run of six losses that <laughs> started on day two. It's actually quite hard to get over a run of six losses. I don't think his sumo's been bad. It's just been a little bit patchy. You say that about him a lot, actually. Yeah, well, I think... Um, I don't know. I think he's one of these guys who still looks good when he loses. I mean, today, okay, let's not use this as an example. I think his strategy against Kaisei was very misguided. Uh, he has improved. He's improved, he's improved in the second week for sure. Absolutely. But still a lot of work to do. He's six and eight. Shimano Umi up against Koro Echo. Let's see if he can do it today. Slaps and thrusts from both men, but Koto Echo gets closer and closer to Shimano Umi, and suddenly his arms are around him. His right arm is around his middle. He powers forward and gets Shimano Umi across the line. Gambare Koto Echo. Gambare, Gambare, Koto Echo, Koto Echo, Well, for the second basho in a row, we get to hear that beautiful, stirring Kotoeko song. Uh, Kachikoshi for Kotoeko. Next stop, Yokozuna, as they said in the song. Such a great song. I love having that in my head. I'm not even mad. Yes, Kachikoshi for Kotoeko. Great news for him at Magashira 12. Shimano Umi's taken himself with that loss to a bit of Nana Shou Nana High. He'll be fighting for his Kachikoshi slash Magikoshi on the last day. I guess you don't really fight for Makakoshi, do you? No, well, you shouldn't be. You absolutely Got to stay positive. Uh, the next bout of the day was Tsurugisho up against Ishiura. Now, we had it confirmed before this bout that maybe an explanation for Tsurugisho's bad form this basho is due to a left rib injury. Uh, was it a fracture or a break? I'm not sure whether it was that or, or just the bruising. Even the bruising is, yeah. is really hard. Apparently it was on day 11 against Aqua, so he hasn't had it the whole time. And it was uh, clearly taped up. I don't know. I mean, that tape again might just be psychological, but let's see if it can keep the ribs working today for him. Ishiura goes for a massive henker. Tsurugisho charged right past. Ishiura grabs the back of the belt and slammed Tsurugisho to the dirt. Uwatanagi win for Ishiura. Ishira breaking his five-day loss streak. And at Magashira 16, he is desperate. He's six and eight now. So I guess there is some discussion as to whether he gets to seven and eight tomorrow. Could he just do it, a little slip? To it seven actually seven? doesn't matter. And what it's going to actually come down to is how many Sanyaku we have and whether or not there'll be a Magashira 17. Exactly. So it's kind of out of his hands at the moment. Tsurugisho at Magashira 8 is four and ten. Tochinoshin against Mr. Sumo Chiamaru. Tochinoshin is in like a flash so quick. He gets his arms around Chiamaru. He, Chiamaru isn't even given time for any of his standard, you know, pushes, the two arms coming out. Tochinoshin picked Chiamaru up and deposited him outside the doyo. It's a classic win for him, actually. Yeah, Tochinoshin fans would be very encouraged to see this sumo from him. Getting on the belt against a very big opponent um, and it worked. It did. For once he was able to do the style of sumo that he liked, reaching around to the back and locking those hands on. So he gets an MNW, I'd say, for him at Magashira 7. He's 5 and 9. Chiamaru, he's already got his kachikoshi. It's okay, everyone. He's going to stay in. Mostly saying that to myself. He is 8 and 6. 
Kiribayama stepped up on the doyo next against Chiyotaryu, and Chiyotaryu came out of the touchy eye blazing. He was dishing out the high thrusting attacks. But Kiribayama drove through the storm, got a left hand on the outside of the belt, and just simply worked Chiyotaryu back and over the bales. Some very smart sumo from Kiribayama. It was actually. He uh, negated any forward movement from Chiyotaryu by locking up his arms, much more under control. I thought this was, if not planned, it was certainly... Yeah, oh no! I, I would agree. I think this felt like a plan, and it was executed perfectly. Chiyotaru did not get a look in today. Kiribayama, that's his fifth win of the Basho. He's five and nine. Chiyotaru nine and five. Kornowaka at Magashira eleven up against Magashira four. Miyogiryu, there was strong chest-to-chest pushing at the touchy eye. Kornowaka tried to pull. It didn't work. Miyogiryu continued to struggle forward, took Kodunawaka close to the edge. And from here, Miyogiryu did a really cool grip flip. His arms now are inside and he used the superior position to get Kodunawaka out. Kodunawaka actually did an amazing job escaping the first time around for Miyogiryu, who looked like he had it sewn up very early. Uh, That Miyogiryu, as it said, the grip flip there. So confident to get his arms inside and it just was all over from there. Yeah, it was a clever move to make if you can do that. It uh, it does often work in that situation. So Mio Giryu, he's six and eight. He's already got his makakoshi, but all of these wins are stemming the slide. Kodnawaka goes into day 15 on seven and seven. We've got a few seven, seven or nana short, nana high rikishi getting ready for tomorrow. Kodnawaka is another. Aoyama up next against Akua. There was a break from Akua here, but when they got settled and they went again, Aoyama came blasting out of the touchy eye. Akua did well to absorb the charge. He set his feet and then started attacking under Aoyama's arms. Akua had the right hand belt grip, but Aoyama just stepped him around the doyo and Akua tried to put on the brakes. He actually slipped and his knee touch the ground. So this is a non-technique almost, isn't it? The tsukihiza or the knee touch? Yeah. Yeah. It's one of the ways you can win without any influence from your opponent. You don't see it called very often because I think in general they look for whatever caused the slip or the drop or the, you know, step out or whatever it is that you've done wrong. They're Usually is they can usually find some way that your opponent has influenced that, but I guess they I guess they couldn't here. It did look like he a full on slip, but they often look like that. Oh, I know. to me actually. Yeah, and I mean it's very rare that they just fall over on their own. Now look, the great news here is that Aoyama gets his sumo mainichi honorary kachikoshi, moving to four wins, two losses, eight days off that we won't talk about. Well done, Aoyama. You've done it for us. Thank you. We appreciate it. Aqua is four and ten at Maigashira 17. As we've mentioned, he will be going down to Jurio. Meisei up against Tamawashi, and they were right up against each other, both absolutely going for it. Meisei coming at Tamawashi hard, plunging forward. Tamawashi grabbed his arm and pulled, trying to step to the side at the same time and pull Meisei out. Meisei fell down, but at the same time, Tamawashi stepped out. It was very, very close here. The Gyoji caught it to Tamawashi, but there was a monoe and the shimpan hopped up. Yes, and they had a, it wasn't a, such a long discussion about this one. The replay showed that Meisei had to extend himself. He threw everything at Tamawashi. So the question was, uh, did Tamawashi step back 
before may say hit the ground. The replay was actually quite clear here. Tamashi's heel brushed the other side of the Tawara. So they got back up and told us that the decision was reversed. This is a Meisei win. Not only a Meisei win, but it's his Kachikoshi. Very, very important for him at Magashira too. If you can do this in these first three ranks of, of Magashira or the joy, then... You, you'll pop up to Sanyaku, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Not last time because there was they would have had to create new positions, but it does look like there's going to be a real jiggling around, a, re, a real shifting of positions in the Sanyaku. So I think Meisei has every chance of uh, becoming Komasubi from here. And he's done well, Meisei. He started the first five days at one and four. And so he's really come back well, shown a lot of fight at the very tricky position of Magashira too. He's looking very good. If he could just get that one more, that... That would be a key, I think. Yes, it would be. The next bout of the day was Kagiyaki up against Tobizaru. Tobizaru leapt to the side out of the touchy eye. He slapped Kagiyaki in the face at the same time. So this was a meet and move, but it had a slap in it as well. So Tobizaru. So Tobizaru. So disrespectful, but so, so cool as well. Uh... Tobizaru moved quickly here. He had Kagiyaki off balance and his thrusting attacks forced Kagiyaki to give ground. And eventually the flurry of attacks saw Kagiyaki step back over the bales. Oshidashi win for Tobizaru. Imagine reaching up to slap Kagiyaki like when you're as, as small as Tobizaru. I mean, he's not tiny, but the absolute attitude of him. He just always backs himself, doesn't he? Well, we're seeing it more in the second week. You know, and he gave a little bit of a cheeky grin after this. We're starting to see him bounce around the doyo a bit more. Yeah. He has to bring this energy to day one when he's fighting uh, above his rank. Yes. Yeah. I guess he'll learn to over time. I, I'm sure he's always trying. I do believe that he's always trying his hardest. It's his first win against Kagiyaki in the four matches that they've had before this. And it does hand Kagiyaki his Makakoshi. It's his fourth in a row. He's been dropping from Magashira 3 since November. Yeah, but as you've pointed out, he does okay, he does doesn't he? so well. So let's have a look where he is now. If he's got four Makakoshi in a row, he was at Magashira 3 and he's at Magashira 9. Well, let's let's have a look at uh, the last... Well, let's have a look at uh, 2021. At Magashira 6, he went 6-9. Went to Magashira 7. Oh, my God. Magashira, he went 6-9, moved to Magashira 9. Yeah. He's had an extremely good run. I feel like every time we do our Banzuke episode, I'm just like, what's happening with Kagiyaki? So another big achievement with that bout is Tobizaru. That's four wins in a row for him. Very, very good. Great stuff. Tobizaru, who is on the score of 5-9. and nine. He will not be moving up to Sanyaku, no. <laughs> but he has rescued himself not this just time. a bit. Kagiyaki, he's 6 and 8. Magashira won, who is going well. Wakataka Kage against Okanumi. Someone fell on Okanumi today. Do you remember who it was? Was it Tamawashi maybe? Uh, or Meisei? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. He looked annoyed about it. <laughs> there was a big <laughs> mutter from Okanumi. And when they finally went again, Wakataka Kage, his right hand slapped hard against Okanumi's lower belly. It's the Otsuke. He pushes hard. He stands Okanumi right up. And pushes him with that hand back and out so strongly. I mean, we should mention that uh, Hiro Morita was the English language commentator on NHK and he famously loves Wakataka Kage. He was losing his mind about this bout today, but I'd say this was like solid sumo from Wakataka Kage. It was good. Yeah, I definitely think it was strong. I think it was purposeful. 
but he did say that he should get the Technic yeah. Prize just because of today's sumo, yeah. which I loved. I mean, come on. A Maegashira 1 beating a Maegashira 12. It's hardly cause for a special prize. That said, uh, Wakataka Kage with that win now moves to 9 and 5 at Maegashira 1. Almost certainly moving to Sanyaku next time. Yep. Okunumi. He is the Magashira 12, so it's not quite as easy as usual to beat him, but uh, he has already got his Kachikoshi, so today with that loss he moves to 8 and 6. Hidenumi and Hokuto Fuji were up next. Both Rikishi coming into this bout with losing records stitched up. They're coming in at 5 and 8. Hidenumi, he looked good out of the Tachiai. Initially he got forward and was attacking Hokuto Fuji, but Hokuto Fuji steadied. He planted a hand under the chin of Hinumi and drove him back across the bales. Oshidashi win. I think I would have expected this anyway, but with the uh, with the foot, Hinumi still looks a little bit ginger on it. Yeah, I mean, he surprised us yesterday against Daesho. Yep, yep, he, um, he sure did. And he did have an okay start, as you mentioned. Yes. He, he pushed Hokuto Fuji back, but he couldn't finish it off. So he now, with that loss, is five and nine. Hokuto Fuji, he's coming back. He's six and eight, having a, a better second week. Komasubi Mitakumi up against Takara Fuji. Mitakumi locked Takara Fuji up early, stepping him back to the Tawara. It looked to us that Takara Fuji actually stepped out quite early here, that he almost stepped as soon as they got back to the Tawara, he stepped out. But the bout continued and after a few more seconds of Mitakumi trying to push him out right on tiptoes on the Tawara, he lifted him up and out. Oh, I thought there was no question about him stepping out in this. I thought just Mitakumi didn't realise. Well, they didn't call it though, did they? Oh, I don't know. I didn't see he them. He definitely call it. stepped out, didn't you, he? You saw it straight away. You were just like, oh, well, he's out. Well, and I thought I saw Takara Fuji um, take the foot off the pedal. Like he's just like, well, it's over. Yeah. He, he knows. definitely felt he it. He knew. Yeah. But, but it did, it continued for like yeah, a couple six of seconds seven after seconds. that. Not six or seven. That's an eternity. Two but, or three. But more time. I thought. Um, Takara Fuji just would have let himself go back. Like he knew he stepped over. Yeah. But I guess if you don't hear them call it, yeah. you could be like, oh, look, I'll just push back a bit. Maybe, Maybe. I can pull something off here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Takara Fuji, Makakoshi, mm. with that loss. The boys, again, won't be seeing dad's eyes tonight. They're going, they're going to bed before he even gets home now. Yep. They're not even watching. I mean, would it, you could put some sunglasses on the boys so they, that, or maybe they can see dad's eyes, but he can't see oh their God, eyes. Oh, God, this is deeply, Does deeply sad. Maybe they all need to this be wearing too sunglasses. Sad. Hey, well, if he wins, <laughs> then they get eye contact. You've got to cordon him off with a big cardboard, big thing of cardboard. So he walks past them. There's just a little hole in it where he can kiss them goodnight. <laughs> they don't have to see his eyes. With a little pin prick, like when you look at an eclipse, or is that too much uh, positive too much reinforcement coming through <laughs> from his side, oh, from the boy's side? Takara Fuji, poor thing. Maegashira seven, Makakoshi, Komasubi, Mitakumi, with that win, nine and five, and might pop up to Sekiwake. Might. What do you think about that? Too soon to say. <laughs> Onosho up next against Daesho. Great sumo from Onosho today. He hit Daesho hard out of the touchy eye, thrust him back to the bales. Daesho, he was in a spot of bother here. He retreats and he pulled on Onosho, who was moving in fast. Daesho was in this cycle of pain now. He was pulling. Onosho kept chasing and there just wasn't enough doyo for him. To stay in this one, Onosho takes him over the bales. Yorikiri. 
Yeah, that pool really didn't work, did it? Oh, no, she was just galloping after him. It was him. so soft. Yeah, yeah. And he he had nothing, he could do nothing with it really. Like it wasn't a strong enough position with the pool to chuck him to the side or anything. Anyway, Onosho, he moves to day 15 on 7 and 7. He's one of those guys as well. He's desperate for that extra chance to go kachikoshi. He just came into this match really, really wanting to win. Because he's lost the last five days before this as well. Yes. So yes. really uh, he can salvage this Basho now. Yeah, but a good one against a Komasubi. Exactly. Mm. And Daesho, mm-hmm. former Yusho winner. Absolutely. <laughs> God, when did that happen? Sekiwake, Takayasu, stepped up against a birthday boy, Magashira 5, Hoshoryu. And at the Tachiai, Takayasu, he kept Hoshoryu off the belt and then immediately went into him. He approached him. He stayed close. He slapped his hand on Hoshoryu's back and was able to slap him down all the way to the ground on all fours. Harikikomi win for Takayasu. I mean, this is why you don't want your birthday during the Basho. Mm. Happy birthday, Makakoshi. Yeah. Oh, Makakoshi on your birthday. Yeah. How did I not make that link? Yeah, I know. Oh, no. When you were saying happy birthday before, I was like, I know what's coming. Oh, I mean, I've watched them. I knew what was coming, but I just didn't make the Makakoshi link. So there's a loss and then there's a loss. I I mean, not not to take it away from Takayasu today, he was so, so good. Knew where Hoshoria was going to be dangerous and kept him from getting in low there, kept him at a distance. Loved his sumo today. Yep. Magashira 5 will remain his highest rank for a while. Hoshoryu 6 and 8. Happy birthday. Takayasu is 10 and 4 at Sekiwake, which is great news for him. Double digits. Did it last uh, Basho in March 2, went 10-5. Okay. Looking good. Now we're starting to count from last time. Maybe. 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 Ichinojo up next against Sekiwake Takanosho. They go body to body out of the touchy eye. They lock up. Ichinojo's reached over the top of Takanosho, but couldn't get a belt hold and upper body holds are on show here. Takanosho, let's go, moves back. Ichinojo chased him. Uh, Takanosho drove Ichinojo back to the other side of the doyo. He propelled himself forward, trying to force Ichinojo back, but Ichinojo calmly rides the bales and guides Takanosho to the dirt for a very nice Hataki Komi slap down win. Yeah, there was fancy footwork, wasn't there, from Ichinojo? It looked pretty there. comfortable up on the bales. Yeah, dancing like a beautiful large ballerina. Knob Dog, though, not so lucky. It's his first makakoshi after six kachikoshis. Then there was one makakoshi before that and then an endless string of kachikoshis before that as well. So a little bit of a dream rise from him to Sekiwake once he reached Sekitori status. But, yeah, finding it. Just struggling. Yeah, and we, and we should say Takanosho's 4.10. His Makakoshi didn't come with that loss. But, no. um, yeah, we've seen him stay very consistent at Sekiwake for the last year, perhaps. Mm. Uh, or not a year, half a year. Uh, and this is an absolute unmitigated disaster now on 4.10. Ichinojo, 9 and 5. Yes, at Magashira 6, who will be enjoying a, a boost. Absolutely. Well, this is... This is the one. This is the big one. Very important today. Endo at Magashira 8 up against Ozeki Terunofuji. If Terunofuji wins today, that is the U show for him. Endo is nearly uh, infused with the the power of emotion. So let's see what he can do. (laughs) (laughs) They step up. Endo, he comes in with a double inside grip and straight off the touchy eye, I thought Terunofuji was in trouble, but we have seen him get out 
of these situations. Terunofuji tried to clamp down the arms to lock up Endo's arms, but Endo didn't let him get in full control. He just kept moving. I think the problem that opponents have at this point is that they go into panic mode and they just lock their own arms down and can't do anything. But Endo, he's moving, moving. He gets a right-hand belt grip. He gets his arms out, gets a right-hand belt grip. Terunofuji, though, then grabs that arm in another lock and uses it to go for the kodanage. But Endo, he hooked his legs as he's being thrown around his leg, around Terunofuji's, uses it to get in a position for his own throw. They open up into a beautiful butterfly and they both hit the ground. So Gyorgi, who was behind them, calls this one to Terunofuji and instantly a hand goes up from one of the shimpan. They need a monoi. This was a very, very long monoi. And, and I think it was because there was a lot at stake. If they ho- uphold the Gyorgi's decision, this is Terunofuji's Yusho. Mm-hmm. Now the replay, when we saw it, uh, showed very clearly Terunofuji's arm hitting the dirt first. Somehow Endo managed to spin himself so that he was actually falling on his back as he went down. Yeah. Unbelievable. And I think there would have been discussion about that. What position were both of them in? Were they both active in the throws that they were trying to do? Because Enho's was more like tugging down from underneath. Uh, Terunofuji's was the Kodanage. Well, yeah, Terunofuji started this. Yeah. But it was Endo who was able to finish it. Yes. And, and I think you're right. I think the discussion was so long because it was about who had been put in that position first. Was Endo in an unrecoverable position when he reversed it. Exactly. If it just goes by who touches yeah, the dirt first, it's clear. it was it was actually quite clear that Terunofuji's arm went down first. So they discussed it for so long. We saw the replay over and over again. To the point where, it, it to me, at full speed, the first time I watched it, I thought they've got this wrong. Yeah. The first replay, it's like clear. It's not, this isn't a matter of frames. He hit the dirt clearly before. Endo, the central shimpan, gives his decision it's reversed. Endo is declared the winner, which wow. means Terunofuji is denied his Yusho win on day 14. What an absolute cracker of a fight. Endo, no joke here, looks happy. Yeah, he, he definitely gave a little smile as that decision came through. He gave a smile there. He gave a smile in his interview. He almost smiled as soon as it was, as soon as they went down before the decision had actually been called, as the Monoe was being called. He, he had this kind of... Cheeky look on his face. Did you interpret that as him going, I did really well there? Or did he have an inkling that Terunofuji had hit first? Well, he, he came up so quickly that I think he, he, he was looking Terunofuji had hit first. Because yeah. he, he could see his arm. Yeah. And he was looking for the Gyorgi to point to him. Yeah. Yeah. This, I mean, this was one of the most amazing things I've seen in sumo. And I've seen some fairly amazing things over the years. Endo's presence of mind to flick his leg in and around Terunofuji's as he was being yanked to the bales. Oh, this was on another level. Yeah. How do you keep your head like that? It was really, really impressive from Endo, I thought. He definitely had a plan. Maybe he talked about it with his beloved Tsukabito. I'm turning this into a drama. But uh, I just think it was very, very impressive, Sumo. Terunofuji on his side did everything he oh. could to combat it. It was, I mean, if he had have fallen uh, a couple of milliseconds later, he would have won that. They were, it was yeah. a great, it was an absolute crack about of sumo. It was very hard for me to analyse what 
what my heart wanted here. So I just left it open and just took the result and just took the sumo. And uh, that's, it is what it is. And it sets up a very exciting day 15. Yeah, which will take you through the permutations and combinations of day 15 because day 15 isn't up. Let me quickly take you through Ozeki Shodai's bout. Well, this is a very important bout. Against Ozeki <laughs> Takakesho. So with Endo on 11-3 and Terunofuji on 12-2, and Takakesho needs this win to stay in Yusho contention. He's coming up against Shodai. Shodai dropped the shoulder out of the touchy eye. He smashed into Takakesho. But Takakesho, he finds himself high here and he steps aside as Shodai comes in and thrusts him down to the dirt for Tsukiyotoshi. This was surprising. Do you know, I, I can see why this caught Shodai off guard. Yes, him stepping out of the way. Rather than even a single big thrust when there was some space there. I mean, imagine being Takakesha. You've just seen, and he had a little, I don't think it was a smirk. I think it was just a <laughs> facial tick, like, oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm still, still in, in this. It. Yeah. When Terunofuji was, when Endo was called as the winner, he, his face was really exciting. And then he looks over the doyo and who does he see? He sees Shodai and he's like, hell yeah. Obviously he knew he was fighting him, but I think it was <laughs> it was one of the best situations for him at this time to pull off a, a win today. But, yeah, the way he, he did it was, was a little bit surprising. Oh, yeah. Sumo. Yeah. Yeah. Just when this uh, basho looks well and truly over, this happens. This happens. We've got so, to get out the bucket for day 15. So the good news is day 15 has just gone up. Yes. So fresh worked. I'm going to take you through the two bouts that matter at the end of the day first. So the very last bout of the day, thankfully this is last, Terunofuji takes on Takakesho. Mm -hmm. If Terunofuji wins, he's Yusho. If Takakesho wins, he forces a playoff. Does this remind you of another Basho with these two there at the end? Yeah, well, November last year. It was the other way around. Yeah, so Takakesho was leading at the end. Terunofuji needed to beat him to force a playoff. But then Takakesho turned his fortune around and somehow beat Terunofuji in the playoff to pick up his second Yusho. There's a lot of echoes in what's happening tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Who who am I gonna whose face am I gonna be zooming in on? For tier watch tomorrow, because there's an there's an added layer. There is an added layer. Thank you. So if Takakesho wins, that will leave Takakesho on twelve wins, Terunofuji on twelve wins, and if Endo beats Shodai, Shodai in okay. the bout before, it'll be a three way playoff. All right. So Endo sitting beside the doe, he looks up across the doe, he sees Shodai. How does he feel? Pretty good. I mean, look, if you had to, if there's one Ozeki you have to fight, I think you'd want to be fighting Shodai. What is their record? Let's examine it in detail. <laughs> it's 7-3, Short Eyes Way. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of those have been, oh no, it's been split actually. Short Eye has won the last three, but that was uh, when he was rising up through Sekiwake, when he was in quite good form. And they've been training uh, wins ever since 2016. And what are the Kimote won with in those last three wins? Oshidashi, Oshidashi, Tsukiyotoshi. Okay. So pretty clear. But look, what we saw from Endo today it makes any stats meaningless. Yeah. He's only watching short eye videos from now until tomorrow morning. <laughs> I think the word, I, I think he shouldn't watch tapes tonight. Mm. Do you know? Yeah. He should have a beer with his Tukibuto and reminisce yeah, just about the chill. good times. But I wonder with Endo whether there's, a, whether there's a little bit of, look, I don't need you anymore. Oh. Do you know? <laughs> 
Oh, no. Definitely not. Like, seriously, the Tsukubito retires, like, at day 13? Come well, on, that's dude. only, the only reason it, for that is that he, that was the day he finished, because he's in Sundanme, that was his final bout. So I think he's still. Oh, so he didn't hang up the towel and go, you just look after yourself for the next no. three days. <laughs> <laughs> he retired from sumo as in his own. Right. Fighting okay. his own career, but I think he'll still see it through with Endo. Uh, there are a few Rikishi on seven seven. We've got a Nana Shaw Nana High matchup. Third bout of the day, Shimano Umi up against Chiyoshima. It's the only one where they're going head to head. Or not sure. He's another Rikishi on seven seven, having to go up against Chiyotaru to get his winning record. It's pretty rough. And in the first bout of the day, Kodnawaka, he's 7-7, looking for his winning record against Ishiura. And Jurio Jurio's not up yet, is it? No, we haven't got the Jurio Torakumi, uh, but we've got a fair idea what's going to happen there, and it's going to come down to the wire. Well, everyone, get ready for tomorrow. Get out your sumo mainichi buckets, get some snacks, have a beverage of your choice there, and get ready for absolute mayhem. See ya. Bye. Yeah.